Hey, we are finally here, the 100th episode. And before I dive in, because I have a good episode for you, I'm I'm so excited and I'm just super proud of myself that I made it to 100 episodes when honestly, I did not even see how I could get past 10 and 15. But before I dive in, if you have not left me a rating and review yet, five star, of course, but if you, any review, honestly, um, if you haven't and you have a couple of minutes, it takes like two or three minutes to go on Apple or Google or wherever you listen and just leave a rating and, re- and review. And it just it just helps me um, know what, well, what connects with you. And then it also helps others find the podcast. So if you could do that for me, I would appreciate it. But for now, let's dive into the episode. Hi friend, I am so excited that you're here to check out Her Restored Spirit podcast. If you've gone through something that has left you broken spirited, maybe it's a divorce, loss of a spouse or even a child, loss of a job, whatever it is, I know there is restoration in your future. I'm a widowed mom and I remember what it feels like to emerge from the fog to discover that my loss is not the center of my story, but it actually instilled in me a new hope a new understanding of faith, and a new strengthening in my heart, soul, and motherhood. I have finally understood that God has taken my test and formed it into my testimony, and that's why I'm here with you. I want you to step into your purpose, into a newfound joy, and to turn a new page in your book, because I believe you are on the brink of full restoration, unlocking a confidence that you didn't know was inside you, and understanding how to live more fruitfully with purpose, joy, and permission to be washed in possibility. It's time, friend, to reclaim your restored spirit. Hey, welcome back to Her Restored Spirit Podcast. I am so excited because today is my 100th episode. I have been thinking about this episode for 100 episodes. Um, One of the things that this is the milestone for me is because I told myself in the very beginning, I would do 100 episodes before I would decide it's not working, before I decide that it it wasn't for me, before I decided anything about the podcast, I would do 100 episodes and then evaluate. And today it is. Today is the 100 episodes, and I am so excited that I pushed through the, the learning how to do it and the what do I say and all of the transformations that I had to, to go through in order to get here. And that's what I wanted to talk about today, because as I was thinking about this journey, as I was thinking about the the growth that I've had throughout this process, and hopefully the growth you've had as you've been on the journey with me, and then I just realized that so many times we need to give ourselves permission, permission to grow and to change and to transform and to work on ourselves, not in a way that's selfish or self-centered, but in a way that we can really step into who God's called us to be. Because sometimes, sometimes it is, it appears selfish or it appears self-centered or it appears prideful. And that's not the intention or the intent or the purpose at all. And I wanted to start today by just talking about transformation in general. This past weekend, we did a huge landscaping project. We have, we planted over 20 trees and 
shrubs and we created an a an island kind of thing out of nothing which that won't be finished until spring but it's there we figure while we have the equipment we'll go ahead and get that going and we'll cover it and protect it so we don't lose all of the extra um, dirt and sand and everything we did to build it up but these but instantly over the course of three days my blank canvas yard it's um, in the front it's probably about an acre and a half almost two acres and there was really nothing there and over the last four years you know I dreamed about what it could be and one of the things that I realized is I love trees so much I mean my logo is a tree that's how much I love trees and one reason why I do is because of the symbolism of it but all of a sudden within three days this blank canvas turns into a, a forest and we mixed some like more mature trees and and some smaller trees fast growing um, you know budget wise we had to play around with that but it was instant gratification we go and we see a night we got this gorgeous gorgeous autumn blaze maple and it has beautiful leaves it's tall it's 20 feet already and it just is gorgeous and i look out and it's still muddy we have i mean we have a lot of work to do still but and we have to put mulch down and you know protect it but in, in a sense it's transformed it's changed and it won't go back to the way it was and it's gorgeous beautiful there's so many colors right now and then i look at the weather and over the next couple of days, it's going to be drop into the low 20s at night. And if you know anything about trees, you know, and, and if you've been around at a tree at all during the course of a year, you realize that in the fall, they, they turn these brilliant colors and then they lose their leaves and they kind of look dead a little bit. And during this time, they, they, they lose their luster, they lose their, their appeal, but it's really because they, they focus on what's important because they need their roots to go deeper. They need their roots to, to get stronger. They need to um, rebuild from all of the energy that they used to, to grow, to, to create these beautiful leaves. And because it's about to drop down, I thought we'd have a week or two of the leaves and, and I know that they're going to fall this week. But the thing is, is that if they hold on to those leaves, they won't actually get to become who they're called to be, become what they're capable of, and they will stay in this, this same spot, the same height, the same width, the same trunk size, the same, um, the same leaves, it'll, it'll be the same. And even worse than that is if they don't take the time, it's eventually they're going to die because they're not growing. And when I look at that, that instant gratification, it's so nice. It's, it's gorgeous and it, it just pleasing to the eye and you can see the, the grandeur of it. But I'm really excited for them to grow. And in order to do that, I know I need to let them release their leaves. How many times 
do we hold on to things longer than we should? How many times do we hold on to what's comfortable and what is familiar? And um, we don't give ourselves permission to grow. We don't give ourselves permission to drop what's not, we no longer need. Even if we still like it, it doesn't, but we can tell that God's leading us a different path. And how many times do we do that for longer than we should and not even realize how it's stunting our growth? Not even realize that by not giving ourselves permission, we're actually stopping the transformation. We're stopping our progress. We're stopping the the person that God's created us to be because God didn't create us to be in the same spot all the time. God didn't create us to, to stay stagnant and paralyzed. And he definitely didn't, didn't have us, didn't create us to stay put. He wants us to be uncomfortable. He wants us to grow and he wants us to, to really reflect him. He never stayed in the same spot. He never stayed and did the same thing in his short ministry that he had on earth. He made more impact by staying uncomfortable, by, by going where he was leaded to go and do and, and pour into people, knowing that when you pour into people, they grow as well. And it, it just ripple effects. And not only do we have to give ourselves permission, but we need to give our friends permission to grow. If Give them that be that support for them if they if they're feeling there's something different and they've got that that nervous sighted where they're nervous and they're excited they don't know where to go they don't know what to do and there's like you know I'm just going to I'm just going to wait I'm just going to stay here and I'm going to I'm going to sit here and wait and we need to be that friend that says go do it I'm here to support you I'm here if you fall I'm here if you succeed and we need to do that for ourselves as well Sometimes we need to look and realize that transformation takes a while. We can have those instant gratifications, those instant transformations. And believe me, I've done it too, where you go and you're like, you know what? Chop my hair off or color it a different color. I mean, after I got out of the military, I went red for probably about eight months or so just because I wanted something mine. I wanted something different. I, I was told for so long in college and in, in the military what my hair should look like. I wanted something completely different. So that instant gratification is I turned it red and I've gone brown. I've gone, well, blonde. And, um, and another way is by changing clothes, changing style of what we wear. Um, there's nothing like a makeover to give you a boost of confidence. Um, have someone that that's their gift, like get you, um, pick out an outfit for you. Um, luckily I have friends who this is their ultimate gift and it is such a beautiful thing because when you put on that new outfit, when you put on that, that the new colors of eyeshadow or something, it just, it gives you that, that, that sense of confidence, but those are short lasting. Those are great and necessary, but sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to really see what's possible and to stretch and to grow and to transform and to do something that you've not done before. To make a pivot in life. And every time I hear the word pivot now, I, since friends, you know, I just hear Ross say, pivot, pivot, pivot. And sometimes I feel like that's God saying like, hello, 
do something different. Like do what I've asked you to do. Take this step, take the road less traveled or take the road that's traveled and do something different on it. Skip instead of walk. And when we give ourselves permission to try something different, and I talk about that because over the last hundred episodes, that is what I've tried to do. I've tried to give myself permission to try different things, to, to pivot where necessary, and to grow in the way that God wants me to grow and just be aligned with him and like feel his leading. And even my message throughout, it's been consistent. Like I still have, I'm still the same Tammy, but you can tell the confidence is different. My voice is different. Um, I'm working on a new intro because my voice doesn't, that tone doesn't even really match the, the episodes anymore. It's more upbeat. And I want you, I realized that what I'm good at is, is helping people put these seemingly unmatching or um, these pieces of their life that they don't seem how they can go together. They don't see how there's their growth and opportunity and how they're all actually linked. I have the ability to see that. And it's really cool to, to when I work with my clients and see the pieces and the things they've been through and how it's brought them to who they are today and how it's going to help them transform to who they are tomorrow. And I'm so excited and I realized like over the time, like this is, this is what God has for me. And if I didn't give myself permission to try different things and some of them didn't work, I'm not, I'm just going to be honest. And being an Enneagram one, it's really hard to try messy things and them not work because I pride myself on being able to do things that are good and do them right. And I know that as, as I learn about the Enneagram, that that's, that's where I need to stay connected to God because he's good and he's right. He doesn't need me to be all the time. He doesn't need me to be perfect or improve everything, but he does need a willing spirit and a willing heart. And over the, I mean, it's been, it hasn't been two years yet. And I'm at a hundred episodes and I am so excited and I love it. And I love the feedback. I love that. I, I hear that it's helping and that gives you guys inspiration and, and, gives you things to think about because that's all, that's all that life is about is, Hey, have you considered, have you thought of this? Are you willing to be vulnerable to yourself and to God and say, okay, how do you want to use me? And throughout this, this exciting time and these, um, as I'm still, I'm still, you know, this, this world of YouTube, which I've got like, 10 episodes, 10, 10 videos to upload and just haven't um, recently, but life happens and you have to give yourself that grace and that compassion to make those pivots, to make those change, to slow down, to speed up, to stay connected with God and your purpose and your calling, your identity. And I realized how many times over the course of my life, my identity has shifted the answering the question of who am I now and giving myself permission to really to grow into that and change as necessary because if I stayed the same person I was when I graduated high school we'll just say that because even throughout high school even in high school that shifts of as you as you figure out what's important to you and what's not 
But if I stayed the same person I was in high school, I mean, I was a nice person. I was kind. I had a lot of friends. I was, I was well-liked. Um, I was soft-spoken, um, unless you really knew me. I was driven, and I was willing to work behind the scenes really hard. And even that transformation of getting out in the visible, get, becoming visible, was not easy for me. This is not because growing up, the message that I heard is you you have to work hard and you need to elevate people around you, which I still think that's true, but you don't do that by making yourself smaller or making yourself invisible. And, and I would work behind the scenes and I knew I was good at what I did. I knew that I was helping others but it was mainly because I was afraid that of what people would think if I would stand out and do it on my own. And if I worked really hard, then someone would give me permission to go to the next level. And sure, with the military, that kind of works. You know, you work really hard, you make your boss look good, you, you check all the boxes, you learn your job, you become proficient and an expert in your job, and they move you up. And so you are given permission by getting promoted. But in life, there's no promotions. There's nobody really watching and doing a little, a little report for you every year saying, okay, well, you're ready for this. This is something you've got to do for yourself. You got to give yourself that attaboy and, and realize that okay, I have what it takes to go to the next level. I have what it takes to step out and do what God's calling me to do. No matter how nervous it makes you or fearful and realize that fear is just an emotion and you don't have to be controlled by it. So what I'm saying and what I'm, I want to do today is I just want to give you permission to try something new. We all have these things that like, if I could, or I should, or I want, or these dreams that are deep inside of our heart and are brewing in our heads. What if you did one step towards it? What if you asked yourself, who am I today? And who do I want to be tomorrow? And you really just stepped into this identity that'll get you there. And I know that you know, there, there's that identity in Christ. But did you know that if you're not stepping into your strengths, if you're not doing and using the gifts that God called you, then you're not honoring him. You're not, you know, he, he uniquely crafted you for a purpose. And he gave you the identity, yes. And he will help shape it for you. But there's things you get to do and you get to choose and you get to try. And we only have one life. And I look back at these 10 years and I am, and then the, the 15, like my, or 15 years since I've lost my mom. And I was in fifth grade, I believe, when I lost my babysitter. Um, when she, she died on the way in an ambulance and I, it affected me so much because that was the first time that it really was somebody who was close to me. I mean, I, I lost, I mean, my first memory is 
at my grandpa's funeral and, um, and it was such a moving because I, I remember faces and seeing the hurt and the pain and the, the, the joy and the life um, with that. And I realized that these, these messages, these incidences, these circumstances shaped who I am. They shaped what I see and the lens that I see things. They don't get to decide for me how much they're going to shape me, but they do get what elements do I want to take from that? And the element is I recognize people. I recognize hurt and joy and love. And I recognize that these identities that people hold and I see them shift over time. I see them develop and I see them grow. And then I see the people that don't. I see the people stuck in their circumstances that are not pushing themselves just slightly. They're not giving them themselves permission to grow and change and pivot and get out of a situation they don't want to be in. They look for those instant gratification changes and then they get frustrated when they don't last. They, they plant the trees, but then get upset when the leaves fall off and they can't see, they can't see the, the change anymore. And then it just looks like everything else. And I don't want that for you. Asking yourself the question, who am I now? Through every transition of life. And, and I am excited to say that I am actually, even in this, this last couple of months, I have stepped into a new identity and I'm, and I'm answering that question again. I've realized that this is a question we have to answer over and over and over. And I don't think we should ever stop asking, who am I now and what do I want and how can I serve? How can I be the best Tammy? So that way I can take care of my people the best. And because that's, that's what we need to do. When I hold myself back, when I don't give myself permission to do the next thing, um, and it, it actually, it stunts my growth. It keeps me from fulfilling my purpose that God set out for me and being a part of that. He doesn't need me to, to help him, but he allows it. Like he wants us to join on the journey, but we have to get uncomfortable. We have to be willing to get to stretch and do those things and answer the question of who am I now and who do I want to be? Have you asked yourself that? Who was I yesterday? What did I, what can I appreciate from her? What did she teach me? And what can I take with me to who I want to be tomorrow? What do I want to do? What do I want to, what do I want to stand for? And what will, what will I be able to do if I give myself permission and give my friends the permission to grow and change and shift and encourage them along the way, even when it's difficult. I, I just can't, can't wait to see the next the, and, and I love where I am now. And I love that you've been on this journey and 
And I can't wait to see what's coming next. I can't wait to see what the next hundred episodes are going to look like and how I'm going to grow and how I encourage you to grow. And, and I just know that you guys mean so much to me that when we got, and this is super vulnerable, um, because again, I grew up be behind the scenes at church. I work production. I help with the cameras. I help with the lighting. I make the people on stage look good. And I was, I was doing the camera one day and I was shifting and working on a shot. And I heard God say, why are you still standing behind the camera when I asked you to get in front of it? And my answer was because I don't want to be in front of it. And this is when I would, that the idea of recording this with video and not just audio, um, there's a safety that's there with recording just audio. One is I can just be in my jammies and I, well, my hair is not much different than it would be. Um, but there's this vulnerability of you see me when I'm on video. And there's a vulnerability of what will you think about me? Will you think that I'm prideful? Will you think that I'm arrogant? Will you think that I, I'm too big for my britches? Do you think that I'm, that I think that I'm the expert? And then I realized that, that vulnerability is what we all need. You can see that I don't even really know where to look on this camera because every time, every camera is different and, and I'm trying to see. And then I'm also, this is what I do when I talk is I, I don't, I look around and I, um, as I search for the, the words and just sit in the emotion of things. And, but I realized that that was the next step for me is the vulnerability of being seen. How many of you? worry about being seen and about what people think and so worried about outward appearance when an outward what others think the outward in versus the inward out and realizing that if God did not want me to say the things he would have shut me down if God didn't I mean truthfully half the things that I that I talk about are things that he's given to me that I know that is not just for me. I know that if it was just for me, it'd be wasted. Um, I, I knew that even losing my husband, this experience wasn't just for me, that I could use it for good, that I could use it because if it was just about me, if the world just spun around me and everything was about me, it would be wasted. And it's not. But if I show up and give myself permission to be vulnerable, then my hope is you give yourself permission to. My hope is that you join me in this, this journey of self-discovery and growing and realize that it's not about us at all. It's about our people. It's about the, the people around us who are about to go through things that we've already been through. Um, people that we can have compassion for. It's about taking care of our people and doing it well. And in order to do that, we have to give ourselves permission to do things that are uncomfortable. And I just want to say like this, 
I appreciate you so much and your willingness and the vulnerability, the messages that I get and if, and the, the comments and the DMs and the emails that I get are so moving because some of your stories are, you've been through a lot and you are such an overcomer and you're so strong, whether you realize it or not. And you have, you, you have so much to offer. You have so much to give your people. And the thing is, is that we have to stop worrying about what other people think. And we have to just connect with who God says we are. And, and answer the question, of who am I? Through the lens of God. Through the lens of Jesus. And then do the things that he's asked us to do. Whether it's whether we fail, first attempt at learning, or we succeed, which what does success even mean? I mean, my, my definition, definition of success looks really different than my friends. And we laugh about it and we, we encourage each other to explore that more because my success is not having a high rise. Uh, my success is showing up and being a good model for my kids and, and having a support system. And my success looks different than your success. Neither are wrong, neither are better, but they're both so important. And I just want to help you answer that question of who am I now? I want you to see what you're capable and see how the pieces of the puzzle go together. You may not be able to see the, the big picture, you know, the picture of the puzzle outside of the box, but together we can start seeing how little patches go together and you can start to see the clear picture. And I have a group forming and I am so excited. There's, this is a, it's going to be a very small group and, um, but we are going to go through the question, who am I now? We're going to look at, as one of my clients said, the, the essence of who I am, what fears we have, the communication, how do we, where do we need to give ourselves permission and how do we step out of this stuck, paralyzed feeling and really step into that thriving life that we all crave. And the funny thing about the thriving life is you get to define that too. And I was talking with my coach and we were talking about identity and we were talking about thriving and she's like, Tammy, what does thriving mean to you? And we talked about it and she's like, because that's not my, I, that's not my definition. My thriving life looks like this. And she described hers and, and she's like, that's, that's the beauty of what we do is we don't have to have a cookie cutter approach to things. We don't have to look at the world the same way. Not everyone, I mean, every one of my clients define it differently. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I get to go on that journey with them. But now I, I just see how connection and doing it and going on the journey together is so important. This group is going to start in just a couple of weeks. It's going to be small and we are going to, I, I use the same process that I have been working with my clients, but in, in a very intentional way, 
to focus on the, who am I now? And how do I embrace the season of life that I'm in? And then how do I take this for the rest of my life? How do I allow these things to, to grow me and to become who I, who I'm called to be through every season, every, um, well, every area of our life, that, that transition that we all go through from like every time there's a big life change. If you're interested, well, you should be interested. Um, you, you need to be part of this group. If you have this inkling, if you ask yourself that question of who am I now? And you really want the answer, sign up for a discovery call. Um, we're going to see if the, if it is a good fit for you. I want to make sure that this, this group that I'm forming are action takers and are ones who are really, um, they're not perfect. They are, they don't all know who, where they're going, but they know that there is a path and they're ready to, to be vulnerable to get there. And so get on a discovery call. Let's chat and let's see what's possible and, and, and get you in there and get you in there soon. And there's a couple of early bird bonuses that are, so if you're one of the first people and, um, I will, I will do an extra, um, an extra call with you just to get your roadmap, to get your plan, to, to see where, where is God highlighting? And I'm so excited to share that with you. But for now, I am going to close this 100th episode and I just can't wait for a hundred more. I can't wait to see where the next, where the journey continues and that we take this, be willing to give yourself permission to grow and to change and to, to drop things, to remove things that are not serving you and give yourself permission to pick up things that do or really not even pick up, just embrace because you already have it. It's all within you already. You already know what you need, what you, what, who you are. Sometimes we just need that space to explore. We just need that space to really look at it and, and embrace it. Well, with that, I'm going to close. I am I'm just so excited that I made it to 100 episodes. I honestly did not think that it was going to be possible. Um, I didn't know that I had 100 things to say. And what do you know? I have a few more than 100 things to say. And I just want to say thank you again for being on this journey. And I'm, I can't wait. So with that, I will close. Uh, friend, 